Welcome to the She Works Hardly podcast, a show empowering women entrepreneurs to serve God, serve people, and change the world. If you're a Catholic creative who's passionate about using your God-given talents to serve others and provide for your family, but not so much crystals and manifesting, this show is for you. We're your hosts, Josephine Craig and Jackie Sunga, and we're your best besties cheering you on in your business. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode. It's a special one-on-one episode today with just you and me. Jackie's getting ready to move to Houston from DFW, so she won't be joining us today. I wanted to dive deeper on last week's episode of imposter syndrome. That really resonated with a lot of listeners. Um, But before we get started, speaking of listeners... I want to take a moment to thank you. Yes, you. You are the reason why this whole podcast even exists. Yes, I've spent over a year literally just thinking about you and what you're going through, what you're struggling with, and just praying to God for guidance on how I can best serve you and meet your needs. So I want to recognize and give a shout out to you, my dear, sweet listener, my new biz bestie. So here are where listeners, just like you are tuning in from, hello, Hong Kong. I hope you're safe and well and healthy. Hello, Malaysia, the prime minister of Malaysia. (laughs) Um, Hello, listeners from the UK. And oh, Canada. And of course, all over the US, San Diego, Miami, New York, New York City specifically, Um, Milwaukee, LA, wherever you're tuning in from, thank you so much. I'm praying for you and your family's health and safety and wellness. It's so good to have you here. Can you do me a huge favor? Can you please, pretty please, leave the show a quick rating and review on iTunes? I would so greatly appreciate it, Biz Bestie. Thank you so much for doing that. Okay, enough to chat, enough dilly dally. Let's get down to business. So we're going to dive deeper on some practical, actionable steps you can take today to help you with imposter syndrome. Um, This episode is for you if you are a checklist kind of gal like me and you like to cross things off. I'm going to offer you, uh, what, five, six steps today um, on dealing with imposter syndrome. So first, step number one. You want to create a clear, measurable set of standards to evaluate your performance. This is not, I'm not talking about like a list of goals to accomplish, but a set of standards by which you accomplish those goals. So the goal is the what that you're trying to do, right? The goal is the what. The standards are the how, You want to be able to go down this list, like, did I do this? Did I accomplish this? And then be able to answer yes or no. Because the thing is, you may not always accomplish your goal, and there's nothing wrong with that necessarily. Sometimes things are just out of your control, right? Like when it comes to certain goals. So you may not accomplish them, but you did meet those standards, and that's great. So this is one way to overcome that feeling of, oh, I'm a fraud because I didn't achieve my goals. That that feeling of be, like being an imposter. So let's say uh, I'm a photographer and I do in-person sales sessions, okay? So the goal is to close the sale, right? So a set of standards can look something like, 
Did I deliver my sales presentation clearly? Was I professional? Did I anticipate client objections? Did I ease their fears and worries? Did I answer their questions? Did I offer solutions like payment plans? So even if you didn't close the sale or your client didn't order your biggest, most expensive package, you can go down that set of standards and evaluate yourself, that checklist that you have, and evaluate your your um, your quote-unquote performance as a sales professional. So you see what I mean? Okay, so that's number one, is to have a clear, measurable set of standards. This is the how you're going to accomplish your goal. Okay, then number two is you want to have a system or a way to reflect on where you did not meet your standards. So like what happened there? Did life get in the way? Did you have unmet needs in different areas of your life? Where did you lack the resources? Like maybe your time, your money, your energy, or your support. Um, if you didn't have enough support, you know, where was that that you didn't have not have enough support? And maybe even ask yourself why. Uh, maybe you didn't practice your sales presentation enough and you didn't feel confident. That's why you didn't close the sale. Maybe you didn't generate enough leads or you didn't attract the right kind of uh, email subscriber to be able to convert them into paying customers. Okay, so having these standards for self-evaluation or self-assessment and having the time to reflect upon them will help you move through those fears of uh, feeling like like a fraud or feeling like an imposter. So you want to be able to separate the facts, what really happened, and the objective results from your own biased emotions. Because the thing is, your emotions are biased, right? Like because you already have this preconceived notion that you did not perform well or that you did not do a good job or that you're not going to do a good job because you think you're quote unquote, just a blank. I'm just a writer or I'm just a photographer or I'm just a designer, right? So you already have this this uh, thing that you got going on in your head that you keep telling yourself over and over. So you're already biased and you're already coming in to this with like this preconceived notion. So you want to be able to separate your emotions from the results, what really happened, the facts. And you want to allow yourself the time and space to evaluate on what went right, what went wrong, and then reflect on how. And then perhaps the bigger question is like, why? Okay. All right. So moving on to number three, you want to keep a running list of client reviews and testimonials and thank you emails and anything really that speaks to the results or the transformation that you've gotten your clients and your customers, how you've helped them, your or anything that speaks to your success or your work ethic. Um, so really quick, the word results may not resonate with your type of business. So another way to think of this is how your product or your service made them feel, how it brought them joy, what kind of value you added to their lives, right? So you want to start asking people for reviews and for testimonials. And the, the best way to make sure that these reviews and testimonials like really, um, you know, hit home for you is make sure that they're specific, right? Like, okay, so you help someone lose weight, okay? 
how much weight, 25 pounds, 50 pounds, 100 pounds, right? Like make sure it's specific. Um, and anytime you start feeling that imposter syndrome kicking in, go through these testimonials. I like to take screenshots of emails or messages or texts that I get, and I just put them all in an Evernote. And whenever like I'm feeling like I'm no good at this, I just open up that Evernote and read those positive feedback. And it really, really helps when it's specific because you can clearly see exactly how you helped someone. Wow, like I helped someone lose 50,000 pounds. Like that's amazing. Or I helped somebody, you know, land um, a six-figure job because I wrote this fantastic resume for them, right? So that's like impressive. That's really good. And that really, um, again, you're able to see the facts and separate your emotions from it with these testimonials. Okay. Speaking of testimonials, one of the best ways to overcome imposter syndrome, we're moving on now. (laughs) One of the best ways to overcome imposter syndrome is to actually accept these compliments. Accept the fact that you have helped or changed someone's life. And I kind of mentioned this in, in the imposter syndrome episode, um, that this was something that I had to learn is to accept graciously when someone gives me a compliment. Even if you sell a luxury product or service, you want like, okay, understand that even if you sell a luxury product or service, understand that they had a need Okay, even if it even if it is a luxury service or luxury product like jewelry, they still had a need and you met that need. So instead of dismissing their compliment, like instead silence that that voice inside and respond to your client graciously and humbly. So I kind of want to talk about this a little bit more because this is super important. This is key. In the last episode, Uh, I did mention, you know, accepting these graces from God because he wants to bless you, not because of what you did, but because God is a merciful and generous God, right? But I also want you to think of this from your client's perspective. And I'll tell you a story. I have had amazing, incredible teachers and mentors and coaches who have helped shape who I am today. And one of those these beautiful, <laughs> wonderful coaches and was my fitness coach who helped me lose 30 pounds. But not only that helped me out of a depressive rut, um, I was able to get, gain my confidence back. So yes, I lost the weight, but it helped me get out of depression and it helped me gain my confidence back. And that is so huge. Mental health is so important. If I had thanked her and expressed my gratitude to her for changing my life and she dismissed it as, oh, it's nothing, I would feel like I was just a number to her, just another customer, just another day in the life for her. And I would honestly find this, I don't know, pseudo humility, (laughs) like, oh, it's nothing. Uh, I would find that to be incredibly offensive and it would leave me feeling hurt. And, and that's what this is really, is this fake attempt at being humble, but really it's offensive to the people that you serve because the thing is, it's not your job to tell them how to value your product or service. 
Okay, I'm going to say that again. It is not your job to tell them how to value your product or service. Or who, who are you to determine that what they say about your product or service or how you change their lives is not true? Who are you, who are you to, to determine that, right? Like if they tell you, you've changed my life, like you have made my life immensely better because of your product or your service. And if you dismiss it, like who are you to tell them that that's not true? If they are so moved by your work, by your art, by your gifts, that's their emotion. That's their experience. And to dismiss it as, oh, it's nothing. It's no big deal. Or that's not true because I'm not as great as you think I am. That is extremely disrespectful to them. And it robs them of that joy or beauty that they're experiencing in their lives. So really think about this the next time someone compliments you or thanks you for what you do. Like I can go on about this for days because I had a really hard time with this. But ultimately you want to silence that voice inside that wants to dismiss it as, oh, it's nothing. It's not a big deal. And instead, fully accept that grace and believe that it's from God and that he's blessing you and he's blessing your clients. All right. So I, it's so, this is like, I get so passionate about this, but okay, (laughs) we can talk more about this later, but I'm going to move on. So that was uh, step number five. Mm, Or was it step number four? I can't even remember. Okay. But we're going to flow into the next step <laughs> understand that your clients chose you they have tons of other options the market is saturated with cheaper options with better options with more luxury options with smaller options bigger options faster options smarter options your client can go to any of your direct competitors anytime but not only your direct competitors, you are also in, in competition with other things that distract your client from buying from you, right? So understand that they're busy and they have a million distractions, a million ads, a million notifications, a million obligations that are pulling them in every direction that would prevent them from working with you, but instead they chose you. So honor their choice to work with you. And... <laughs> I always like think of this mo- the movie um, Moana and she's all like, the ocean chose me, right? So you want to embody that emotion or you want to embody that what Moana was going through. Like, yes, the ocean chose me. I am the chosen one. I get to do this work. I get to save my people. That is you. You were chosen by God, first of all. And then your client chose you right? They have a million options that they could spend their money on. Instead, they chose you. You are the best, most qualified person to help them. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I get super passionate as you can tell. Okay. Finally, the last thing I think that's super important and I can't stress enough how important this is to overcoming imposter syndrome is to get yourself a mentor. If you can join a mastermind or a group of other entrepreneurs just like you, do it. 1000% do it. I can't tell you enough how important it is to have a mentor and surround yourself with a support group. It is absolutely crucial. It has been one of the key pieces to my own personal success. Like if I can narrow down the top three reasons for my success in every area of my life, number one would be God. 
like seriously god like there are times where i'm like <laughs> i don't know how i passed that class or i don't know how i did that because you know i ain't that bright or i didn't do you know what i mean but but god certainly had a hand in that so god would always be number one but then number two would always be my mentor or or my um support group or my uh, my uh mastermind group or accountability group some sort of support system and then number three would be plain old-fashioned hard work right so like i can have god and hard work and if i don't have a mentor or if i didn't have a mentor i can still i could have still achieved some success um but it would not it would it would definitely not be as um how i have would have achieved it had I had a mentor so like for example with music like I have accomplished so much in music I could have taught myself music it would have taken me forever and I would have learned lots of bad habits and a lot of bad techniques I would have never gotten to where I am now if I did not have an experienced teacher or an experienced mentor like I have a lot of mentors in music several mentors fitness Sure, I can work out on my own. I can get on YouTube and look up free workouts. But having a dedicated expert help me and coach me and guide me saved me from, um, you know, bad form and, and possibly injury. Um, photography, same thing. Real estate investing, same thing. I mean, real estate investing, you know, we've been doing this for like seven years. That's like hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line. And I'm not about to go into that blindly without a mentor and, and, you know, helping me not make expensive mistakes and throw all that money out the window. No freaking way. And in and, and business too, right? Like, um, there's this quote by, I believe it was from Dear Abby, the, the lady behind Dear Abby, the actual Abby person. She said, if you think education is expensive try ignorance and i think that goes along with having a mentor if you if you can you know if you think you can do it on your own sure you can no one's saying that you can't but it's going to be hard and it's going to take you a long time and it's going to be expensive so get yourself a mentor get into a mastermind group a support group of people who are going to like help you and give you feedback constructive feedback honestly i can't tell you how many times having a mentor or a mastermind or somebody to push me um how many times that has really helped me get out of my comfort zone and doing the thing that I was afraid of doing because I thought I was a fraud or I thought I wasn't good enough my mentors have literally slapped me back to reality and out of like my own little bubble no joke no joke it's super important so if you can get yourself a mentor or join a mastermind or some kind of accountability group do it and on that note as we wrap this up i'd be doing you a huge disservice if i didn't tell you about some really important and amazing things happening behind the scenes here and she works hardly and i can't wait i'm super excited i know it'll help you build a profitable business especially during this pandemic so i will be making an announcement next week but you're not going to want to miss it or forget about it. So get signed up for daily emails because I will let those dear readers of mine get first dibs on it. So head over to sheworksheartily.co, that's sheworksheartily.co, and sign up for email updates. 
okay? You'll be the first one to know about this amazing big thing that's coming up in the next couple of weeks. All right, that is all I have for you. I hope that helps. Again, if you're a checklist kind of girl, this episode will really resonate with you. So even if you're not, either way, take what you can, use it in your business. Thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you next time.